one time summer camp. And welcome, welcome everybody, to the greatest podcast <laughs> in the entire you. world. <laughs> My name is Aaron Colwick. And I am going to be the host this week on this one time at summer camp. I am here with my two lovely co-hosts, uh, aptly named John and Jeff. But before they introduce themselves, we're going to do a get-to-know-you question. So, gentlemen, are you ready? No. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't really listening to what you said. Oh, thanks. Uh, all right. If you had to make a house out of food, what kind of food would it be? If you had to build a house out of food, what kind of food would it be? Uh, you can use more than one building material, but you need like a base material at least to start off. Okay. So I'll start. My name is Aaron Colick once again, and I am the former program director of Briarwood Retreat Center in Texas and Stony in New Mexico. And if I were going to build a house out of food, you know, I had a good answer, and then I'm going to like just kind of adjust it here. I would use Sorry. breakfast foods. <clears throat> so my main building material would be thick cut bacon. And I would use that as like, you know, your main layers and stuff. But then, you know, I would use like grits as kind of like the mortar, you know, I'd use, um, you know, and I would use uh, like eggs and like the yolk and stuff to, as like a sticky residue to help fasten things together, you know? So I, I think it'd be a beautiful house and it would smell okay. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it, Jeff. Um, Why don't you go? <laughs> Aaron, you decide. Oh, Rock, I think. Paper, scissors. You know, no, you know what? John was super rude to me earlier. I'm gonna make John go. Now. <laughs> he was. Oh, I'm ready. I was just getting. Uh... Yeah, go ahead, John. All right. So Everybody... mine would be okay. Who are you? So I was. I was watching. Oh, <laughs> my name is John. Uh, I am the former program director at Lutherites Bible Camp in the beautiful state of Idaho. Um, it is a nice, uh, what is it, 23 degrees here today. Good warm. Um, might go ice fishing tomorrow. <laughs> Actually, no, for sure will. Um, <laughs> let's see. If <laughs> I hard. could build, a, if I would build a house out of any, it has to be food, right? Yes. Okay. Can it That's be like a, a? It's a literal question. But but is it like two food ingredients or is it like? It's food. A like, food. Food you want? Like no, okay. like it's food. <clears throat> okay. 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 Um. So I was watching this show a while ago, like a long time ago, like maybe twelve years ago, and <laughs> it was it was something about the end of the world and like what would survive after humans and. The one thing that I remember from that show, because I didn't actually pay attention, it was just one of those shows that was on in the background, uh, was fruitcake. No. <laughs> fruitcake. Fruitcake would, hey. or, yeah, it like it would last because of all the honey in it. Like it pr would preserve it for thousands oh. and thousands of years. So I would build my house out of fruitcakes. Nice. Wow. That's, That's actually a real good answer. Yeah. It's unexpected. From you, John. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> He's just That's a the guy back. drinking vodka and milk. I'm not drinking vodka and milk. That's so gross. That's hilarious. You are too. Don't lie. Prove it. Jeff. Right. You can. See? All right. Uh, I'm Jeff. I'm the former program director of Sugar Creek and Lutherdale in Wisconsin. Um, if I had to 
build my house out of food, obviously I would use gingerbread because if you can do it on a small scale with the help of some super glue, you can probably do it really big and make like a nice house out of it. Wait a minute. Are you saying you build gingerbread houses out of with super glue? I mean, we might have cheated this year and used some super glue on it. Disgusting. That's so gross. Well, you don't Please eat it. Please tell me you ate it. No, oh, it's okay. for decoration. That's the point of the gingerbread house is to eat it. Not with a three-year-old. They just like to make it and then play with it and put stuff. They like to decorate it. Eat it. Oh. No, we didn't eat it. We just made it and then used super glue to keep it together. But it worked great. It didn't fall apart. Until That's like fantastic. Two weeks later, it did, but shh. I don't think that the right. super glue would like eat away at the. Yeah, probably did, but you know yeah. what? I would just have to keep attaching the roof like every two weeks, but that's fine. You know, I'd be livable. <laughs> I'm thinking about this too hard, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the question, and with Aaron. That, thank you, guys. I feel like I know you so much better now. Um, and you know, John, since you had that awesome answer, why don't you go ahead and give us our uh, camp hack for the day? Okay, Kleenex, <laughs> pockets and pockets full of Kleenex, and that's our hack. Thank you. Everybody. Cool. All right. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding, uh, but also not because Kleenexes are good. I definitely had, like, I came with two boxes of Kleenexes, just like you would in kindergarten. <laughs> did, did you, you bring guys, them to did share you, or did you bring them for yourself yeah I, I remember having to bring boxes of kleenex yeah like in kindergarten there would be a list of things like bring yeah. these for the class for the year and yep. my thing was always kleenex because i always had a runny nose still do <laughs> uh, <laughs> i know you do <laughs> having to edit these podcasts i know Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah john sniffles all the time that's amazing i didn't know that <laughs> I'm gonna hear that all the time now. You will. Anyone listening, see if you can hear it. Like, I'll maybe I'll leave a couple in there for you to hear. I think that should be you the can new edit drinking them game. out. When you when yeah. you hear John sniffle, you have to take a drink. Oh my! I'm gonna ruin everybody. <laughs> I guess all I have right, to so leave them all in. Here is my camp hack. And... <laughs> no, all right. But seriously, my camp hack. Um, would be parents get your kids a maybe a 10 page journal just a short journal for the week and at the top of each one write what was one thing that you did today and at the end of each night that camper has a chance to look back at their day and they can write in that journal one thing that they did and even if it is just one thing or maybe they become inspired and write a whole thing. It gives them an opportunity to debrief their day, think about the different things that they've done. And um, it can be kind of therapeutic to help them go to sleep um, as well as then at the end of the week, they've got this book of what they've done for the week or this journal of what they've done for the week. And so when you ask, hey, what did you do this week? And they say, oh, I don't know you can look at their journal and know that yes, they were actually doing some things during the week, but yeah, a journal at the top of each page. What did you do today? And Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday, whatever it is. Um, there you go. That's genius. I love that. You could definitely even like as like a counselor, 
oh, you know, yeah. invest, do that kind of thing, like make these little, like, like you said, yeah. like ten page. Like it doesn't have to be a whole lot, right? Um, that's that's really cool. I love that. Well, and and you're you're gonna have some kids that literally write, "I played ball today," or <laughs> yeah. "I ate breakfast." Yeah, and that's all they'll write, but they wrote something. Was that they was that you, that. John? Oh yeah, I, 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 absolutely. <laughs> which is hilarious because i'm a really great writer now but yeah um yeah oh subtle brag um <laughs> subtle brag. <laughs> so what why how have you become such a good writer like what are you writing now john i write lots of papers yeah and that's about it not oh. like i don't write for fun i write for because i have to to get a's and b's <laughs> Today I learned. <laughs> cool, awesome. Well, thank you, John. That is a fantastic hack. I think that is a really cool way, and it also helps the kids. Like, like if you're like me, like sometimes they're like, "What did you do this week?" Like, I actually can't think of everything because we did so much. It helps kind of right. ingrain what they did. So I think it's also right. just a good exercise for the kids. <clears throat> so really good. Job. Yeah, right. To debrief their day, if you, because uh, there's so many things that happen at camp throughout the day. Mm-hmm. If they can remember one thing and write it down, maybe they'll remember some other things. And I don't know. It's just Probably good. Not. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. And with that, with that optimistic <laughs> from uh, our fearless leader Jeff Thompson, he is going to be bringing us our awesome camp story for the day. So. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. Let's hear it. You really hyped that up. Um, yeah. yeah. So this story takes place in 2018, I'm pretty sure, I think. Um, so it's program director at Lutherdale, and um, it's about a homesick camper. And I want to kind of just start it off the like, my philosophy with homesick campers is I always want to try and work to find a way for them to stay. Because oh, yeah. I've experienced so many where after they get through that like initial really hard day or two or whatever, like the week mm-hmm. turns around. They have a great experience. They go home happy. I think I've rarely seen it where like they've been homesick on Monday and on Friday they're still miserable and hate camp. Like that just doesn't happen. So I always try and like work with them to get them to stay at camp. So that's just kind of my philosophy in everything. So, um, we had this, uh, like they were middle school girls cabin, but they were like sixth graders. They were all kind of on the younger side. And we had one girl in this cabin on Sunday night that was just super homesick. And as any of you that work at camp know that homesickness spreads like a disease. When one kid has it, they all get it. So, this one girl in particular was definitely like the main cause of it. And Sunday night, the entire cabin was homesick, but it all started because this one girl was. And the next day the counselor comes up to me and is like, Hey, like I'm at my wits end. I don't know what to do about this. Like, how do I work with this kid? So, um, I sat down with the camper and the cabin leader for a while and we kind of like talked through it and, uh, brainstormed as many ideas as we could. And we kind of got her to agree to go through the day and give it a try and all of this, and I'm just like, I'm pulling out all the stops for this kid, I swear. Um, and I meet with them probably three, four times that day because every mealtime, every time they see me, this kid's just crying. 
So I'm like trying to help him. <laughs> yeah. Like she was having a rough go of it. Um, we eventually did call mom during the day just because it wow. got to that point. Like I, I try not to involve parents, but here's a free camp hack. If you're calling the parents with a homesick camper, always call them first without the kid around. Oh, like yeah. I always say, Oh, I have to go grab my phone. Even if it's in my pocket, I leave, I call the parents and I say, Hey, your kid's homesick. They're having a good time, but they just miss you a little bit. We want them to stay. Can you help talk them into it? And I kind of get the parents on my side. Yeah. Free extra hack for you. If you don't do it, use that. Ooh. Um, can't believe so, you didn't save that for a future episode. I've got a list of hacks, actually, so I'm pretty good right now. Not to okay, brag okay, a little okay. bit. Yeah, all right. There's your subtle brag. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've talked to this girl's parents, and she's still just, like, upset and whatever. So it's dinner time, or it's, I think it's, like, 4 o'clock in the day. And I'm sitting down talking to the girl, and I'm just, like, trying to talk about her day and, like, get her mind off of being homesick. And I'm asking her, like well, what'd you do today? Like, what did you have fun? And what didn't you like, what did you enjoy? She's like, well, I don't like this morning was fine, but this afternoon was bad. I said, okay, well, like what was bad about it? She's like, well, we were swimming and I hate swimming. I hate the water. And I'm like, we're on a lake. That's a lot of what we do. So I'm like, (laughs) okay. And after I leave this conversation with the girl, I walk out and I find my two coordinators. I'm like, you guys, we have a problem. Our all-camp activity tonight is water Olympics at the beach in the lake. <laughs> and right now, no campers know what all-camp is. We haven't announced it. Just the like leadership team knows, and some of the counselors know. I'm like, you guys, what are we going to do? We have this girl who hates water and is super homesick and is just like, her whole cabin is falling apart. This counselor is pulling out her hair because she's not sleeping because these kids are just crying all night long. We can't let this go on. Like, we have to do something. What do we do in this situation? So I'm going to leave it there. Um, I'll kind of do the super brief recap. Homesick girl hates water. You want her to be happy. Your evening all-camp activity is water Olympics. What do you do? I have a clarifying I have a clarifying yeah. question. Is it just the one homesick camper who has said they hate water, or has the whole cabin said this by this point? Just that one homesick camper. Okay. okay. Yep. Um, and the rest of the cabin has kind of been like up and down. Like they had more fun during the day, but at meal times you and can what tell, day is this? Is this I, Monday? Tuesday? I think this was Monday, but it might have actually been Tuesday. Oh. I can't remember exactly. So um Lindsay, if early, you're listening early in the week. Yep, Lindsay, you were one of my coordinators that summer, and I know you remember this story. Uh, <laughs> it might tell me, was it Monday or Tuesday? I don't remember. So Does, Lin- does Lindsay listen? I'm pretty sure she does. If you don't, Lindsay, you should. So, <laughs> Okay, I also have a clarifying question. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, does this girl have some kind of water trauma in her life that she really doesn't like water? Like, do you know? Um, I didn't really probe into that. I was more trying to just like get away from that when she was like, I don't like water. Cause I was trying to like ask, okay. what'd you do today? And like be all up going. And she's like, well, I hate the water. I was like, oh, well, how about like, <laughs> she was really into like musicals and dramas. So we started talking about Ooh. musicals a bunch. So See, okay. we went on a so deep dive. Mermaid musical cause that's traumatic. <laughs> no, I, I was thinking like, is her aunt like the wicked witch of the West? And <laughs> like. She was traumatized when she was younger because her hand had water splashed on her and she melted. 
by the murderer, yeah, I don't Dorothy. Know. Okay, just just making sure. Yep. Um, but that's not my answer. <clears throat> All right, go for it. Let's, what do you got? Oh, I think that's a great opportunity to turn a camper into, hey, maybe you'll be a counselor someday. Give him a chance to uh, maybe help lead some of the water activities mm -hmm. um, that keeps her out of the water, but still involved with the group in some way or fashion um so so that yeah she's still involved she's still hopefully um getting to interact with folks and um then she's not off thinking about other things and thinking about ways to be homesick or thinking about her homesickness and then just spiraling out of control with homesickness okay Aaron, I, that's would, my answer. I, I yep. would make her um, you said you're doing Olympics. Yeah, I would make her the Russian judge for all the kids who are doing everything, and so yeah. she would have to be exceptionally strict on the scores that she gives <laughs> to everyone. And uh, I would just make, give her that power and see where it goes. You know, usually when you mm -hmm. give kids tons of power, it turns out well. Yeah, it turns out great. And Never so... any issues. <laughs> so. <laughs> I would insist, though, that she tried to do as thick of a Russian accent as she could oh, for the rest of the day. And so she's like, you, you must pick it up more. <laughs> like, I would just let it, I would let it flow. Because um, I don't know what kind of event you have, but I think it'd be hilarious to have a kid try to be a, like a mean Russian judge. Like a Russian Simon Cowell, you know, it would be Ooh. hilarious. Or just Simon Cowell. Or just Simon Cowell. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, like, and kind of, kind of what John was saying, like, see, see what you can do to get them involved without them getting in the water. So, like, if it is a judge kind of thing, then yeah, make them a judge. If it's helping set things up with the counselors, it's helping set things up. Like, it kind of gauge where this camper's interest might lie. You know, if they like being in the background, if they're a little more introverted, then setting things up might be good. If they're not and they don't want to do that then the judge thing might work out better yeah so that's where i would go all right well uh, i have to admit jeff both of you, you just tossed her in the water didn't you um well no <laughs> um both of you have better responses than what i actually did i will say that Ooh. um <laughs> yeah so awesome uh this isn't like four o'clock that we find this out the girl hates water and we realize okay we have water olympics tonight so I go out and I find Lindsay and Lindsay's job was our worship and all camp coordinator. So she um, helped cabins plan worships, but also like coordinated all of our evening all camp games. And Lindsay was in charge of coordinating the uh, water Olympics. I find Lindsay and I'm like, Lindsay, we have a problem. This girl hates water. She is super homesick. We have to do everything we can to like get her to be involved and want to stay. And I was like, here's the plan. We're scrapping water Olympics. We're moving into the land Olympics. We're just going to take it Ooh. from the beach and put it in the field. Uh-oh. Because, like, the kids don't know yet. The staff know, but whatever. Like, just take the, the same activities. It's going to be really rough. <laughs> we don't do anything like that. It's just a little beach, whatever. Um, but we're like, we'll just move it from there. Like, we can do similar activities, but just not in the water. Like, it really won't be that much of an issue. So, Lindsay, to her credit, like, gets everything changed, comes up with a whole new plan, whole new everything. And like, 
we're getting all set up and we're focusing on this. And then at dinner time, I find this girl again in her cabin leader and the girl's just in tears and sobbing and just like oh, no. unconsolable. So um, after dinner, we have like an hour of what we call field time where um, all the campers are in a field playing games together and a few staff are supervising. The rest of the staff have a staff meeting and a little bit of a break. And we're also doing like setup for all camp. So after dinner and during this field time, I'm in this, I'm in a room with a cabin leader and the camper and we're talking through it still. And we call her mom and just like, this is the worst she's been in the day and a half. And eventually I talked to the mom on the phone and she's like, yeah, I don't think it's going to get better. She just needs to come home. So we, uh, after we make the decision that she's going home, the kids like cheery and all happy because mom's coming to pick her up. And we sat in the grass waiting the entire all camp activity for mom to come get her. So she didn't even stay. She didn't participate. She left. And then, like, halfway through, she was gone. And we changed all of it for nothing. Um, That sucks. (laughs) Yeah. I will say, um, I normally have a pretty good read of, like, where campers are at and if they can turn it around. And I thought for sure this girl could do it. Because, like, I'd gotten her to be happy. Like, Like I said, she was really into musicals. And we were talking about them for a long time earlier in the day. I was walking with them from one activity to another. And, like... I could see that passion in her. And like, we talked about the talent show that we do and like, she was super excited for that. Um, but she just couldn't get past this point. It was just so bad then. So it's my fault that we ended up scrapping this entire plan for a camper that left anyway and didn't do it. Um, and I'm sorry, Lindsay, that I made you come up with an entire new plan, but I thought for sure she would stay. I was so positive that she would be able to make it through it and she didn't so that is uh (laughs) a really tough spot to be in man i like i i totally empathize with you and like there's only you you don't want that camper a having just the worst time of their life and b ruining camp for everyone else because there's this sobbing child in their group you know (laughs) um so I totally get where you're at. And I don't necessarily think you made the like wrong call at all. No. Um, and, and I don't want anyone to hear that. Like he messed up. Oh, like, no, I totally Jeff messed up. It. I will call. No, no, no. Well, well in hindsight, as, like, hindsight, and, and, it was and, the bad call. Yeah. So but to, I think, I think it's a tough spot to be in. Go ahead, John. I think to kind of switch gears on that, I, I think for potential employers of past staff members, the fact that Lindsay, this girl, was able to, within such a short notice, absolutely adapt and change this whole thing around yeah. for one person to like continue to make it a fun game and a fun activity and time for all the staff or all the campers, um, just for this one person, like hire that person first of all, yeah. hire that staff member because they will bring so much to your to to your company um that ability to adapt on the fly and oh my goodness i've never i've had the opportunity to work in other places not at camp and nobody can adapt like a camp staff member can Mm -hmm. nobody can just pick up and run with something after two minutes and say okay yep this is what we're gonna do and like Nobody can do that like a staff member can. 
Yeah. No, absolutely true. Um, I mean, I think the three, I mean, the three of us are in different careers now and I don't know about you guys, but I mean, it, it comes up in my job field. Like I still work oh, yeah. at the church. I'm a youth director. And so like thinking <clears throat> on the fly, I've had a few parents just this year because of COVID and everything this past year, they've been like, man, I don't know how you like switched gear so quick. Oh, and yeah. part of me doesn't want to diminish the work that we did, but there's another part of me that's like, it really wasn't as bad <laughs> as some of the other things <laughs> right. we had to like switch gears on. Um, so, I mean, it's a lifelong skill, y'all. It is. Like, I think so much of the world is built around structure and mm-hmm. like we want it to go this way and it should be planned out this way. And that doesn't always work out. Like 90% of the time you need flexibility and you need people that are willing to pick up and go. So it, I don't know. Please hire us. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aaron and I both have uh, jobs. John, you have, have a job, job, but I have a job. I don't know if that's your long term job. <laughs> it's for sure not. Yeah. So, to John's future employer, you should hire him for his. You should hire me. His uh, knowledge of camp. If you're okay with sniffles. <laughs> Yeah, you just have to hear sniffles all day. You actually didn't sniffle that much in this episode. I'm really surprised. Yeah, because I've no, been thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, he's very self-conscious. You know, all right, hire y'all. me. I will bring my own Kleenexes. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, I don't know for all of you listening if you have an awesome story that you'd like to share with us. But if you do, or you just want to say, hey, or if you would like to contradict what we're saying, I don't think we've ever offered Ooh. that. If you feel like you would have handled something differently, or that we are wrong. We want to hear from you. We're never genuine. Um, we will destroy you. Okay. Oh, I mean, we will accept you. <laughs> it's going to be fine. Just email us at this number one time at summercamp at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at this one time at summer camp. You can drop us a message on there. That's usually a better way. Or our new favorite way to get in contact with us is to call our number and leave us a voicemail. Wait, we have that a phone? Is, yeah, at 262-885-1551. Um, and we will list, we check those voicemails all the time. And so just leave us a voicemail on your thoughts and processes and all that kind of stuff. And we'll, uh, we'll definitely talk about it on the podcast because, you know, this is our life. And just know so, that that line goes directly to Jeff's phone. <laughs> and it will wake him up in the middle of the night. So, you know, yep. if it's like 2 Call o'clock in the morning, you're thinking... I really need to talk to Jeff. Just call. Yeah. Just call. Central time zone for me. So call him whenever. What a, I got you. What, one of these one of these times, Jeff, I'm going to log on to your Google Voice account thing and I'm going to turn off the do not disturb thing. And I'm going to have John call you at two in the morning. <laughs> it's funny because I changed it to call your phone number. Ooh. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Don't call this number ever. Anyway. <laughs> so that's that's our show. Um. So, uh, yeah. Well, Thanks, I want to mention uh, one other thing really quick. Ooh. So we've kind of talked about it in the past, but I know for many of you camp directors, as you get into the spring and you start hiring and planning for your summer, uh, I know what? that um, with COVID right now, like summer plans are probably all over the place and maybe a little wild. Um, but we've mm. mentioned this before that we are available to uh, help lead any staff training sessions if you want us to. Um it's our little plug. Like we'll call in and 
talk to staff or we'll do video or if you'll help pay for our, <laughs> our uh, transportation, we'll fly there for sure. Oh, Please um, pay I'll drive. Yeah. Even if you just put me up, I'll get my ticket to get there. If you just oh yeah, give yeah, me a place true. to stay and some food. That's that's true. Um, um, but if you want yep. us to like be a part of your staff training in any way, we are very flexible. Just reach out to us in any of our forms that Aaron already mentioned. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, that's super cool. I think that would be such an amazing way to like introduce other um, thoughts and processes to your staff training and to kind of shake things up for your counselors. Any session you need, we could probably lead it between the three of us. Oh, yeah. Risk management. Don't give cocaine to bears. <laughs> Wait. That, that okay. is not what, that is not that, what I have learned. That isn't what we talked about earlier. Oh. No. Thanks for listening, <laughs> everybody. So, according to episode four, you absolutely should give cocaine to bears. Yep. John said so. Oh. So. <clears throat> All right, y'all. That is our show for today. My name is Aaron. That was John. That was Jeff. Yep. We will see you all next week. Peace. Bye. Goodbye. If you got one camper with a bloody nose, one with smelly armpits and no clean clothes, then grab your Nalgene of water and your Bible quotes and listen to one time summer camp. Ha 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 ha!